Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Cry Havoc. I'm back again with Corey and um, just wanted to announce to everybody I've got a really busy week of comedy this week. If you're listening to this on Monday, you've still got a chance to see all of the shows that I'll be doing this week. I'll be starting things off Monday night going to New Brooklyn Tavern in Columbia, South Carolina to do their open mic. And then Tuesday, I've got a show at Soul Bar in Augusta, Georgia that starts at 9 p.m. that I'll be uh, featuring on. And then Thursday night, as always, I've got Joe's Underground also starting at 9 p.m. in Augusta. And Friday, no, sorry, Saturday at 9 p.m. It'll be Peshko's Dime Museum that I'll be performing in a show with several other super talented artists. So, I hope you uh, enjoy this episode and get a chance to come out and see me. Now imagine, you are tripping absolute dick on mushrooms. I guess I need to pick it up with my own butthole. (laughs) It feels like a magic trick because... Asking such deep questions. And we're off like a turd of hurdles. So my my uh, Jesus Christ, words are really hard. Master Chief. Um, in our ROTC in high school, um, we used to go around all the time on uh, like ROTC trips, like rifle and orienteering. Whenever we'd leave, we'd take off on a short bus. Yeah, it was like a little, like uh, four seats or four rows of seats, and every single time we took off, it, you know, caps out at sixty miles an hour. And he would say, "And we're off like a pack of wild turtles." Oh my god! And uh, that shit was always the stupidest goddamn thing I ever. My parents used to always say a herd of turtles, so me and a few of my other siblings would change it to a turd of hurdles, because that's hilarious. Because you know, turds are funny. Still to this day, it's one of the best um, subject matter areas for stand-up. Subject is, matter. Uh, 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 yeah. Because it comes out of your... your it's, it's, it's matter from the subject. That it is. Yeah. yeah. It's... Poop jokes. <laughs> Classic American comedy. Comedy. Comedy with a K. Yeah. Um, I've always... I mean, you even just say the word diarrhea, and see? Yeah, you get a little <laughs> chuckle. Just the word diarrhea. I don't know why they made it so funny. Or because you is, had to put is some word, comedy into it. <laughs> is the word itself funny, or is the concept... Oh, no. Diarrhea is not a funny concept. <laughs> That's how people died on the Oregon Trail, don't you know? Yeah, I guess. It was pretty serious back in... Dysentery. Back until, like... All the way up until, like, I would say probably, what, the 1950s, diarrhea was, like, one of the main causes of death. 
like just shitting your guts out <laughs> like obviously not no it was it was absolutely you'd fucking you'd yeah. get out you'd it's not done. like the cause but it's the symptom of a lot of different things dehydration so it, number one yeah and you're down if you got no liquids yeah I used to always like as a kid when I first heard the dysentery you know on Oregon Trail in like fourth or fifth grade school right I'd heard disintegration from you know probably Invader Zim or some stupid shit <laughs> Probably. And so I'd always put the two together, you know, dysentery and disintegration. I was just like, well, your body's just disintegrating. It's not what it means at all. But as a kid, you know, that's where I put it together. I was about to say, like, it doesn't seem... They're fucking dying. Not bad. No. <laughs> I know that's what happens with cyanide, is, like, it basically, it just disintegrates and puts a bunch of holes in your blood vessels so that your blood just starts, you know, seeping out and it's pop uh, from how it's been described one of the most painful ways to die which I um look I mean who's gonna tell us everyone who did a diet well I mean you can like the people that have cyanide poisoning I'm sure there's some that have been to the hospital and while they're going through it they're like oh god it feels like my insides are on fire did you die so fast from cyanide like you would literally have to get cyanide poisoning in the hospital (laughs) there's no time to study that that may have happened (laughs) You know, that's not entirely wrong. <laughs> Experiments happen. Yeah. Um, <coughs> they've certainly used it to treat uh, AIDS, I'm sure. The Where I heard that, though, was a show called Deadly Women, or Deadliest Women, I think. I don't know. It was all about female serial killers, or, like, really, not even necessarily serial killers, but just, like, murderers. So they'd be eaten. So, um... They'd be eating all that cereal. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. It's kind of like my kind of woman. Yeah. Well. Fruit roll-ups. She does have a few lucky charms. Yay. Um, <laughs> little honey nut Cheerios. have a rabbit's foot. Well. That's not a cereal brand. What's that? Rabbit's foot? No, but a rabbit's foot is a lucky charm. Yes, it is. Oh. Which, well, you like why furry, the hell? You're into furry feet? Is that? No. No? No, I'm saying <laughs> that her lucky charms... Instead of being like a rabbit's foot, it would be like a human foot. It's not real. I was just ripping, but... Things have become very complicated. <laughs> Where did that start from? Fucking the woman murderer. The serial oh, killer. Wait, she... Oh. Because they're serial killers. I get it. You're the one that turned it into something so benign as just eating cereal. Yeah. And then I was like, no, no, no. I'm so she's a innocent. killer, though. <laughs> <laughs> but she murdered. Murdering. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Gotta be alleged. But until you're the queen. God damn. That was one of the few like I don't watch a lot of murder porn. Which is not what so I consider those shows. Um like that show or like first not first forty eight. Thousand what? Ways to Die. Thousand Ways to Die is not murder porn. It's just fake. It is murder porn. I I guess so, but it's like... It's literally different ways to die. Several of them include sex. Many of them include sex. What what is the one episode of Thousand Ways to Die that really sticks in your mind? See, I heard that the other day, and I I honestly gave it a second to think. I don't have any that stick out. I I remember maybe some... Like, a scene... Where a dude slips off a, looks like a, a handicap ramp out back of a building. I don't remember what the fuck happened next. All I know is he was slipping and he died. That was it. That was it. And remember. that's like the first one that comes to your mind basically what? after like a while of thinking. Dude, it, but it's just like, it's been so long since I've seen it. Like, of course if somebody talks about an episode, it'll pop up in my head. But yeah, I've got no like visceral brain paths to 
get to that. I don't I never had to remember any of them. Uh, there's <laughs> one that definitely stuck in my head for, I guess, what are now obvious reasons. But uh, this guy... Is it about feet? No. Okay. No, this guy uh, was a collector. Oh, okay. Well, he this is intriguing. was an aficionado mm. of the pornographic category. Oh, which category was this? He well, he just anything and everything. He oh, just he's it, all, it, it wasn't really aficionado, but he just bought a lot of porn. So DVD. he had a lot of porn DVDs and VHSs and magazines and all this shit stacked up in his house hoarder style. Oh. Oh, and that's terrifying. One day got buried underneath a pile that collapsed on him and died from like starvation and shit because he couldn't get out. Your family has to be alerted to this. Dude was a, <laughs> had so much porn it was literally stacked ten feet high in his house. Like his family is clearly not gonna come check on him. Like think about it this way. One stack of VHSs, that's not enough to bury you. That's not... No, no, it was a lot. On one of these walls, you'd have to have several rows. The reenactment video or whatever that they show for it, where they, you know... (coughs) (coughs) God damn. It was in, like, a shelf. But they... Yeah, well, it wasn't on a shelf, because you don't... You don't have enough shelves. No, at that point, no. Not at that point. I mean, and it was a relatively small room that he was walking through. It was, like, a little short Oh, it wasn't his whole house. It was just... Well, I mean... It was all over the house, but this particular room was floor to ceiling with, you know, on either side. There was just enough space for a walkway. And then he walks through and knocks some shit over or trips and falls and all of it falls on top of him and it's too much for him to get out of. Yeah, but express the actual amount because that was where we started and I didn't get any of it. I mean, like just a stack. You know how, like... I'm picturing a wall to floor, or ceiling to floor. It's yeah. one stack of VHS. No, what? no, no. It was all the way across the entire room. Probably like two or three deep, even. Well, no, so, all like, of the I'm walls. Talking... I'm just like, so, so like the physical force of, of one wall. I can't imagine all of the walls. Did all of the walls collapse in on him? It was two at once. Two collapse. walls. Yeah. Okay, that's, okay, so two stacks of VHS. Imagine your body weight, an entire, this room, was it a room this size, much smaller? No, it was much smaller. Okay, so we're talking 10 by 12. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. All right. So at least in the reenactment depiction, I have no. Like I said, I don't think these are real. No. I'm pretty sure a thousand ways to die was all fake. I just can't remember enough of it. But it's like everybody else that has told me their like episode that they remember, and it it just sounds just as ridiculous. Where it's like this probably wouldn't have even killed somebody. Like I feel like the porn would be a loose enough stack that you would be able to shovel your way out with your hand. The weight amount on you for your body size, no matter what, couldn't be in excess of 40 pounds. Yeah. There's no way. And it's a bunch of individual pieces. Like, it's not like one big heavy thing. It's not dirt. Yeah. (laughs) Well, even dirt is a bunch of little pieces, but... I'm getting piled under a stack of dirt much later than I'm getting stacked under a pile of VHSs. I don't... I would feel much more secure. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck dirt. That shit's heavy. <laughs> that shit is heavy. Especially when it gets wet. God damn. I have to, like, shovel out a hole for the service cable to come into the house. On, like, every single house. It has to be done unless it's got an overhead electrical service cable, which almost never happens anymore. I mean... <laughs> I don't know about other cities, but in Augusta, it's almost all underground. So, 
Andrew Andrew Havoc is an electrician, uh, so he has a. I think I mentioned it on the show before. Just in case anyone is uh, new to the show. I plan on yeah yeah. In case you're new to the show, podcasting isn't his whole life yet, y'all. We need to get him into that world. I'm really hoping, hoping and praying. <laughs> the dream. Um, what was he gonna say? Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, digging sucks. Digging dirt is heavy. What? On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most absolute horrifying worst imaginable for whatever reason, and 1 being, nah, burying to death. Like being buried alive? Yeah. Are you in a box? You're in a box. Coffin. Okay, so in a coffin, being buried alive. Um. Your choice of the interior. Could be cotton, could be silk. Maybe a box, just wood, you know, yeah. cardboard. Coffin size, where you don't have like it's not like yeah, you can it's not like something no, you can walk around or move. You're Uma Thurman right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uma Thurman. What was she in that? She don't you fucking on. dare! Kill Bill, dog. Oh shit! The entire. Whatever, man. That it's was been a while. An okay. Amazing. Piece and there's significantly less feet in that movie. There's Quentin, a, it, there's a lot. There's a lot. But it's a scene of figuring out how to use your toes well, again. And it went on for like ten minutes. Also, like <laughs> I honestly don't know what Quentin is thinking with Uma Thurman. Like her feet are not that great. That's what I'm okay, well, let's start with that. I want to talk about the fact that I know several examples of weird feet dudes who are into gnarly ass feet. Like hmm. what What do you mean? I mean I guess we both probably know what you mean by gnarly. There's those foot, like, the, the fetishists that watch food get squashed with feet. Like, stepping on food. Peggy Hill did it in an episode of King of the Hill. It was a whole episode. Yeah. It was an awesome episode. Because it's hot. <laughs> but that's what... Why? Why is that? Man, the... Because, like, like even, I don't know. I've tried like... to visualize just the idea of being sexually attracted to feet. Just to get into your shoes. To see what yeah. it's like. And it's such a vague... I can't even really grasp it. You so, ever, like, getting into these tedious levels is weird to me. Okay, so do we want to start from the tedious level that you're talking about, or do we want to start from the base level of what is attractive about feet? I want to I want to understand it enough to visualize it. That's all. I don't know how you want to go. Okay, so, and I've kind of been working on this on stage, too, because for the longest time, my joke about being in defeat is just that people ask me the fucking question all the time like super complicated annoying ass questions like why and like this is how for the longest time i just left it kind of at that because that usually hits pretty hard people will laugh at that and be like haha he's right because it's ridiculous but then i'm you know like thinking about it because i've been thinking about feet my entire life there's your cat. And, like, I've kind of always thought that, like, okay, but why are you attracted to boobs? Duh, uh, they're round, and, uh, uh, they're soft. Look, there is a physiological desire to want those in terms of procreative. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Which is... That you want to have somebody who is going to be able to provide food for your child, yeah. right? You want somebody that's got 
the jugs. Yeah, and you need to for be... For lack of a better fucking term. We need to be able to test them out in a way that we understand. We can't... Yeah. Until they've had a child, we don't know. So, right. realistically, we probably developed an attraction to them to feel them out. Or right. get the suction. <laughs> yeah. You know what else is important? Yeah. Running fast. Oh, yeah, You know absolutely. what you need to have to run fast? Not huge boobies. Nice feet. Nice... It's true. But women didn't typically, and well, I mean, maybe they did. I don't, you know, I can't quote anybody because there yeah. was no one around. Huh. Did they have foot fetish back in caveman times? Is that what you're saying? No, I was wondering if they would do the, you know, the typical norms were male hunter, female gatherer type dealio. Yeah. Um, no idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it, say? I'm sure it varied. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there were plenty of uh, females who were aptitude, or apt hunters. But, like... They should have been. Patriarchy's been in place for a long-ass time. Having bigger muscles has... Oh, it serves a purpose. ...definitely altered the whole track of everything. Who's but nowadays, how muscular it doesn't really that? fucking matter how muscular you are. Like, it kind of does sometimes if you really are in, like, an altercation or you need to, you know, move a couch or a washing machine or something. But it is very... It's not as important as it was when you're you know, life depended on having the ability to kill a fucking panther. At that point in time, you were a pretty important motherfucker if you had bigger muscles. And now it's like, okay, well, you're in the UFC, but... I feel like muscles isn't so important now. Right. Even in UFC, I think it's more about structure. Yeah. But I would say... We have only started developing females to and males to these extremes recently. I don't think that we were that much different physically for a great part of human history. Yeah. <laughs> and there's definitely been a lot of cultural influence <coughs> cultural influence yeah, on the you know, the stereotypes and the roles of different genders and stuff. But once once beauty became a thing it was a social norm. That shit started getting out of hand. One thing I can say for a fact. Dudes have ugly ass feet. Dudes are not <laughs> attractive creatures in general. We are I, tools. I don't feel like... Yeah. I don't feel like it at all. Um, and like, you know... <laughs> You've never been attracted to dudes' feet. No, no, no. No, not one. Not one. Not one. Like, dude, just being honest right here. Being just you and me. 100% honest. Only us. Not Only a us single... Bros here. Yes. Just the two of us. Not one male foot ever. No, never once. That's I'm so weird. open to being proven wrong, just so everybody knows. I'm not, like, sexist. It's just that it's never happened. I have no evidence. <coughs> so you don't like any hair on them, I assume. I mean, like, there's... Oh, there's a tolerable... The I like, see the pickle here. Most people here. don't even think about shaving their toes. Most oh no, I would never. It's so useful. You don't get it like it doesn't get caught up on the get rub burn from your socks, like from hitting the top of your shoes while you're running. I usually my toe hairs are so fucking long that they get caught on like the oh, sock yeah. and they'll get like stuck in the seam or something and then tug on my foot. Mine are just short um, enough and sparse enough that they serve a valuable purpose. But for the most part, like I've, I've never had a hairy foot. I'm n I do not enjoy hobbit feet that like literal Lord of the Rings J.R.R. Tolkien you know like Bigfoot kind of hobbit feet but <laughs> talking fictional here yeah dude, because I got you. werewolf foot. there are fictional feet that I am attracted to I mean say any 
other color than like a, so Avatar like feet. Blue. How did you feel about Avatar feet? Um, I don't. Rem- I think they were. They just, were big. Honking they were feet. just big, right? Yeah. And blue. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm down. I don't want like any goals. sort of like <laughs> animal. I don't want claws or paws or talons or anything like that. So, but this, just normal like they that have implies to be very are... humanoid looking feet, just like a different color or size, maybe. There are foot fetish specific fur fetishist. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's somebody out there that's like jerking off to toe beans. Like, hmm. I just don't. <laughs> I've never met them, or if I have met them, I don't know that they do that. Dude, sex is so fucking weird, man. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, we're gonna. We we need to rediscuss this matter. We're discussing it right now. Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> we were talking about some of this shit earlier for anyone. What was the um two fucking slabs of meat slapping together? Yeah. Doing some weird shit. Smelling weird and just talking funny. Okay, so we are kind of getting we I was thinking about earlier when I brought it up and I was like, do we want to start at the basic level? Oh yeah, I don't well, think yeah, I yeah, even yeah. We didn't even that. touch on any of how you yeah. comprehend foot. Well, I did because like, did okay, you? so why do we like boobs? Because we want, you know, our children oh, to have athletic. a good, you know, source of nutrition when they're born. And then I said, you know, feet, because good at running, or at least, you know, whatever. Okay, so you like an athletic or toned foot, or a structurally... Not necessarily, but, I mean, it's not like... So describe to me the problems with my foot, I want to know. <laughs> it is very blocky. Blocky, fair. Uh, a lot of right angles um very thick yes which is i always had to wear triple e shoes they're fucking wide yeah and just overall i don't i don't know it's okay well female feet tend to be more like curvy and like well then you gotta look at the actual arch then you're just looking at the top yeah i know it's still perfect line that is beautiful it's it's a decent line but something about it man i love my feet Something about it. It's the tampons. And I know it's not, um... Flip-flops. <laughs> it's not, like, the fact that there's hair on the legs, because Brittany's got... Doesn't yeah. shave her legs at all, and it doesn't phase me whatsoever. Does she have... Well, I mean, that's her business. What, hairy toes? No, I was going to say feet, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> None of my business. Yes. Yes, she does. Oh, alright, okay. Well, that's everybody's business. <laughs> <laughs> They're real soft. That's cool, man. <laughs> That's another thing, too, is, like, I don't... It's not a general... I don't know. That's... I've never really fucked around with it, but I don't feel like dudes' feet are very soft, usually. Most of the time, they're pretty rough. Oh, yeah, dude. I know. Um, and I don't know... I don't know what that's about, either. Callous as hell. But... <laughs> oh, man. Every but t- also, okay. boobs, being soft and round, this is another part of the basic level there's there's a lot five little soft round things on each foot oh and you you got two of those (laughs) (laughs) interesting yeah and then it's very like i said before very soft skin on the bottom of your feet usually unless you're very rugged kind of person okay that's given me a lot to think on for the subject it is approaching territory that makes me a little uncomfortable. So. 
Oh, that's where you draw the line? Yeah, it's just starting in. That's... I was just, like, thinking about it too much. So I was like, yeah. I want to leave my feet alone for the time being. I don't want to yeah. get too low. <laughs> that's as low as you can get is the feet, right? Yeah. It's literally there. the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah. Where do we go from there? Where do we go from there? Probably there's nowhere to go but up, I guess, based off of what we were just discussing. That's right. I was going to talk to you about this incredible thing that happened to me. Um, I have already told you about how I lost all the skin on the bottom of my feet. Maybe. Well, it's kind of ringing a bell, but... It's a fun story. I love telling you. Oh, God. Go and do Let's that. Go ahead. So, um... When you were talking about uh, your, your your feet being calloused and your feet like uh, being rough, as a, as a dude, I was just like, oh yeah, mine are extra crispy. <laughs> uh, I was in high school and um, we were in, I was in RTC again, mm-hmm. and I happened to be one of our dress up days, so you had to you had to get in your uniform and try and keep it nice all day long. I had uh, weightlifting right before RTC, so I'd have to not get my uniform fucking sweaty and you know nasty to you know. It, right. it doesn't work. Anyway, <laughs> so what I ended up having to do, I didn't have a change of clothes, so I had to take all of my, uh, I had to take all the, like the, the overshirt off. I had to take my boots off and um, my socks because you know I didn't want to ruin them walking around the track because I like my socks. They're expensive. Expensive <laughs> <laughs> socks. They're expensive fucking socks, man. I'm Gucci. What? Were they Gucci socks? They were fucking not Gucci. Oh. No, yeah. No, but they were very nice socks. I liked them. They were not cheap. Was it? For um, me. Sketchers. I couldn't. They just felt Pumas. really fucking nice. Very shiny. They stayed shiny. Clean. Yeah, dude, they're st- silkyish, but not. The oh, okay. So were they kind of thin then? They had. I mean, it really just fucking. Why are we getting hung up on the socks? Who cares about know. the socks, man? <laughs> we just discussed this for like an hour. It's, I, was, no. I was in high school, man. This was like almost fifteen years ago. It feels like. Yeah. Okay. So. Anyway, I decided to take all the shit off, and it, we had to go outside to do either football or track, and I like to run, so I did track. And I had to take all of that shit off, and it was in the middle of summer in Georgia. Yeah. And I was running around a rubber track, and so I ran about a mile and a half, and about that last mile, my feet started feeling kind of stung. And um, So you were running a track barefoot? Yeah, barefoot. Yeah. It was hot. Yeah. Very hot. Very hot. Didn't feel too hot like when it started. I was just going. What was the track made of that? That uh, spongy, spongy asphalt sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, okay. that and uh, rubbery red. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. So we were. Uh, I was going. Just kept going. And right before I finished up the mile and a half, you know, it's like that last lap going around. I started noticing red that was different color red than the track. Oof. And uh, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> and I noticed that they were matching my stride. And I was like, oh, Jesus, oh, fuck. No. And so by the time I caught on to what was actually happening, it was like just before <coughs> that I was came already to... like the third lap of oh, yeah. putting those tracks there oh, before yeah, you yeah. noticed it, probably. Pl- platinum for a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So I stopped. My idea was I didn't want to land in the grass. I wanted to get off that track, first of all. I was like, okay, if this is good, what's going on, I need to get out. Yeah. So I run and I'm I pass the finish and I just keep going to the sand trap for like the pole vaulting or not, uh, for sand long jump. Sand seems worse. Better than grass, I think. It, it was 
Yeah, but sand would get stuck in there. Grass stays where it well, is. Well, it was cold. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I dug into the, the sand for a second. I would just probably, like, jump off onto my ass. At that point, my feet were basically numb. I couldn't feel anything on them. Yeah. They were just Oof. burned. Nerves were, like, dead. And so I stopped, and uh, I was just like, all right, uh, need to look at some shit. Pull my foot up. And uh, all of the padding on the front half of the foot was gone. Just all of it was gone. Oh, and uh, the main God. skin for the first four toes was all gone. Oof. And on both feet. So I had to walk my way up to the nurse, which was up a set of bleachers and then like halfway across the school. Which it, it took a minute to make it there. I'm just dropping blood everywhere I go. <laughs> nurse is just like, are you sure you need to call your dad? There's somebody into that too, though. I had to walk around with some fucking cushions under my like like gauze pads, and and fluff under my toes for like three or four weeks while the skin was regrowing, constantly God replacing damn. them so it didn't dry out or you know moisture to get too wet, whatever. Yeah, right. I needed to get air. That was hard. That was rough. Yeah. God damn. Like I said, there's somebody that's into that too, though. Bloody foot fetishes. Somebody out there. There is someone out there doing that. Somebody. Probably listening to this podcast. Alright, I'm getting off. You, you know fucking where, weirdo. Fuck you. No, know I'm going to attract all the weirdos. <laughs> Look, it's okay to be attracted to the show if you're a weirdo, but you yeah, know, like, I don't approve of you. <laughs> yeah. Just no, Corey disapproves. I disapprove of that. That's, if they're into bloody feet, that might also be their kink, is disapproval. Like, if you can... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Getting off on that, too. It's a never-ending... It's like all... It's turtles all the way down. <laughs> Dude, we can't, we can't win. There's yeah. no way to beat them. <laughs> what can you do? Yeah. That's like... I've had um, some women tell me at certain points that they have been told if somebody is like attacking them or like trying to rape them or something to like try and piss themselves because it's going to gross the guy out and I'm like what how do you I'm like I feel like that might work for most guys <laughs> you get the one oh for no most. but one out of probably a hundred guys oh at most and of course i would say probably has a pee fetish i don't know i feel like it might be more common than people think because a lot of times especially with certain way the way that <laughs> porn is nowadays like it's all like oh my god she's squirting so much and it's like that that? It's, it's, nobody has touched her in the last five minutes and she's like sitting there you know like pushing it out like that's not how squirting works oh. and i'm not sure you know like, so I've I've dodged that somehow I guess on the internet. There's point. a lot. I mean I know it exists. There, you know. So I feel like a lot of people have probably been conditioned into being into it without even fucking knowing it. How do you? Because it's it? just been called that. Yeah, it's just... they've been told it's something else, and they're like, oh yeah, that's super hot. And yes, I agree. Oh, I just know what it is. <laughs> oh well. Sorry, just continuing to... Sorry, champs. <laughs> that's that's on you, buddies, if you are... Uh, you like that pee? 
<laughs> it is. It's on you. It's yeah, on you. I, hopefully. <laughs> That's the idea. Uh, that was a little double uh, double entendre action that I was hoping we would have got. But yeah, yep. I'm glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Is there like? I mean, we were talking earlier about how this is probably the most prime category of conversation for oh, sex. comedic value, yeah, sex right. and poop and shit. And... Be poop and sex. Let's yeah. see, what, what else comes up? Religion's not, sometimes it's good, but really not. Yeah. Um, Politics is niche. Religion has also affected foot fetishes, I could talk about that. But I think if we're trying to steer away from it. Yeah, it's like, does that skirt religion or is that, like, focused on feet? Do you, what do you call it? Well, that? It's, uh, it's more of a mythology thing. and It's not really a, like, gross part, but it's just... <laughs> it's that um, most mythologies, like, going all the way back to Greece and Rome and Egypt and everything, the, like demons that are really bad and are going to try and trick you always have weird different feet like hooves or talons like harpies have talons or mermaids have tails are we about to walk into some some conspiracy real quick i'm just saying that if i was living back then and demons and shit were real oh I'd have such an advantage because, like, I would know instantaneously. Oh, you're a fucking succubus! Like, would be the first thing you noticed. Yeah, it's the first thing I noticed. Oh, be gross! Safe. Hooves? <laughs> really? Hooves? You're not into. Is I'm it, not gonna suck a hoof. Is it because they're not kosher? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it's because they're not kosher. You like your women kosher, you get it? Yeah. Um, or I'm talon but that just so a cleft hoof wouldn't do it for you no nope. really not whatsoever i think that might do it for me i'm just saying <laughs> I, yeah it, <laughs> i could see oh. you being into centaurs <laughs> yeah yeah there we go the reverse centaur though it's all worse <laughs> <laughs> the top half is horse. It's just got human legs at the back it's got two human legs and two horse it's a arms. whole horse <laughs> It's an entire horse, but added on extra human legs. They're so small. But it walks on the human legs. Yes, it does. It's very top oh, heavy. Right. Yes. It's my type right there. Yeah, Betty. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. And there's right. someone out there with that. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That's great. That's good shit. Ugh. Gotta love mythology. It's one of my favorite things about <laughs> reverse humans. Mythology is, is fun too. Yes. Yeah. But like, we just came up with all this really cool shit. Like, they were doing D and D back in the yes, day. It was like, that's what it was. It was the Avengers. It was like, if we, you know, if our society, like a hundred, two hundred, five hundred, whatever fucking amount of years from now. Like, however, how many years ago was, like, Greek mythology? Uh, how many years ago did they believe it? 1,700 years ago. So, in, like, 2,000 years from now, and they look back at our society, 
They're going to think we worship the Avengers, which we do. <laughs> so, like... Possibly. They're going... That's our pantheon in this current time, at least in America, and Thanos. definitely actually China, too. Watch Thanos actually come real. Yeah. <laughs> it was the ch- he was foretold in the ancient script. That would be insane. If they start... Then they will. And they will. Because a lot of the Avengers stuff has, like, it's dated. You know? Like, they have, this is the year 20 billion 50 66. And they, like, think, just like, <laughs> That's we a always, year. just like oh, we damn. always used to think in the 80s that, like, oh, 2001, <laughs> that's really far away. We'll be 20 in billion 86. Just like in them 80s. <laughs> no. Them like, in the 80s, we thought like it would be 80s. so far ahead. To be like, oh, this takes place in 2010. We're going to be have flying cars. We're going to have space stations. And then it was like 2010 came around and we we're like, okay, we need to up our estimates, you guys. So they're like, it's the year 2 billion. Because it's like just far enough away. But Our problem is that the rich people of our generation aren't philanthropists enough. We have a couple who are having fun with their money, like Elon yeah. Musk. Yeah. But... There are obvious things that need to be worked on as a society that if a company capitalized on, we would all be flourishing. Yeah. Like several companies capitalized on. It's all things. crazy how small of a percentage of their money would be required yeah. to Especially basically take care of most of the problems in the country. Man, they could solve all of their own problems. College, healthcare, all that shit. Like, they basically all have enough money to just take care of it right now and then still have half of their money left. <laughs> like, and it's like half of your money is more money than the entire country can spend on healthcare. How much money actually goes into the government every year for tax revenue? It's like no two or three trillion dollars? Idea. Something like that? Probably a lot. There's 330 million people that live in the United States. What, like 170 million are working class actual adults. Uh, you know, otherwise are retired or children. Let's say 170 million times average $50,000 salary. Does that really pan out like that? I don't know. 330 million. How many millions is in a billion? How many, how many billions in a billion? <laughs> That's, uh, one that's my Joe Biden impression, sorry. It's not very good. <laughs> There's uh, 1,000 millions in uh, 1 billion. I, I know that. Oh, that's, oh. That's the actual Joe Biden quote. Oh, is that really? <laughs> yes. Um, you, 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 you know the thing. <laughs> so the, that was after he said, um, oh, God, it was... Joey. Come the on, beginning Joey. of the Bill of Rights, right? You have the liberty, life, liberty, and uh, you, 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 you know the thing. The pursuit of happiness, Joe. That's actually not. Well, it is now. It wasn't originally. Okay, well, Schoolhouse Rock lied then. Well, no, it got changed. There was some, I don't know, like the 1800. I don't know exactly what, but it was originally not. The pursuit of happiness. It was life, liberty, and the pursuit of something else I fucking can't remember. Huh. Maybe that's why he got it wrong. Because he was there when they wrote it. <laughs> right, yeah. Because... <laughs> and I, I need to know. I need to know what the fuck it was. The original... F- 
phrase for the that is the Bill of Rights, right? Uh, Maybe I can't remember if it's in there or not. I think it is. I was in citizenship when I was in 10th grade, 9th grade maybe. My entire knowledge of how the U.S. government operates came from Schoolhouse Rock and Stephen Colbert. Also Jon Stewart. But that was when they were still really good. Jon Stewart is still really fucking good. Yeah, he really is. He, yeah. he, I mean, he's always been a really great guy. Yeah. I feel like... Trevor Noah's not a bad replacement. He has... It's He's a, just not Jon Stewart. Yeah, it's a different show. Yeah. And Colbert's not the same since he moved to Late Night, no, either. No. He's... He's loosened up to his own character, yeah. I feel like. Well, he let the character die, basically, and now he's basically himself, I think. Which is fine. It's just different, and I really liked what he was doing with the Colbert Report, where it was the character, and he was really, like, out there, you know? Um... And it was a, a parody. I love parody. I love the fucking onion. That is <laughs> so Dude Do you remember when um Hillary was running for I believe she was running for president at the time. Probably. Um, She's done it a bunch of times. Her foundation bought out the onion. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, during the uh the election campaign they bought I out the not. onion and that's when they started putting out a bunch of interesting articles about Trump and his campaign. Oh my god. I remember when it happened. I feel like The Onion has kept things pretty down the middle. Oh, yeah, they do a good job. They, they haven't needed two cents. So yeah, <laughs> they, they make fun of everybody, yeah. usually. Um, I'm sure, you know, during the election I wasn't paying attention to it, but I'm sure they probably, if Hillary Clinton gave them, you know, millions of fucking dollars, I'm sure they're not going to turn that down and they're just going to do what she wants them to do. That's how money works. And that's the way the world works. So I found out what the article means. Or what, the article what does it say? Um, so it was originally a quote by John Locke. I'm not reading off the thing. Okay. I'm, I'm and what, um, what document is it in? Uh, it's some, oh, it's in wrote. Uh, John Locke wrote Freedom, Life, Liberty, and Property. I'm sorry, sorry. sorry wrote about freedom, life, liberty, property, and the pursuit of happiness uh, in the 1693 essay concerning human understanding. Huh. That's the name of the essay. Okay, so they, human they stole the phrase. Yeah, so well, well, I mean, stole is one thing. John Locke did a lot of shit. Right. Didn't he do the... The anthem, I think, yes. right? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the anthem is whopped now, so... Yeah, right. Yeah. So, Cardi B, technically. Actually, that's not even Cardi B. I don't think. No, maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> Go on. The original phrase is life, liberty, property, and the pursuit of happiness? Mm hmm Okay. That's not too different. Um, Simple enough. But it was property. Yeah. It was, it was not the pursuit of happiness. That was my, what I tried to remember. Did you ever see that movie, The Pursuit of Happiness? Did I? No, I don't Will think Smith I did. has a kid and they're broke and having to live on the street and stuff. Is that what it's called? The Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, and it's spelled wrong. Happiness is spelled wrong. I didn't. Um, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I do remember we had a lot of. Great There's a reason stuff. <laughs> it's the pursuit. Oh, well, that makes not, me sad. Yeah, it. It's sad. It's uh. That's super sad. Yeah. It was 
around the same time that he also did a movie called Seven Pounds. Have you I seen didn't hear that? about that one, no. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna spoil it, because if you do watch this movie, you're probably gonna want to know what you're in for. But, Will Smith... Yeah. <laughs> Will Smith is super depressed, and I don't remember the exact mechanism that he knows all of these people but somehow he knows these seven people that all need different organs and he ends up killing himself and donating all of his organs to these people because he just yeah and that's why it's called seven pounds because it was like seven pounds worth of shit that they yeah huh yeah that's a damn right and like it was like really showing Will Smith Will Smith is a phenomenal actor. Yeah. I was talking the other day about how I don't know if, um, like, I know his children are talented. Hmm. They have to be. They're Will Smith's kids. I mean, they didn't have but to do all the struggling that he did, I don't think. That's he worked the hard. thing. That's the point I'm trying to make. It's like, I can't have as much respect for them as I do for Will Smith because they're already... Yeah, they, you know. I mean, I'm sure that they will they succeed all the right and achieve, but they will never have a, a, this under their belt. This is something they'll never have had to do, oh, unless yeah, they the just disinherit themselves. Garage starting, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's always the story, right? Like with Apple mm. and Microsoft. They started in a garage. Every band yeah. started in a garage. The first website you made in your bathroom podcast is just your fucking bedroom. Some people do it in literally a closet. Um, oh man, my friend, my friends and I was a kid. That's what they did for the rap. They would uh, they get a bunch of like egg cartons or whatever they find, and just yeah. like block up their closet. But yeah. I'm like, sounded fucking great. Right, like, works. <laughs> it works. Although, like for a podcast like this, where I'm like talking to guests and stuff, like I don't think the two of us could even fit in a closet. Oh hell no! Much less with all the equipment. So like, that's more of a one person podcast yeah. type deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like one of those where you're recording a bunch of different audio and then clipping it together and making like a story. That's why you do it in the bathroom. <laughs> the you bathroom. One person on the toilet, one person in the tub. That's perfect room. Yeah. <laughs> My bathroom is Your like sit on the sink. three feet wide <laughs> by like six feet long, maybe. And that includes the toilet and the shower. Hmm. It's a very small Two little... people stand in the shower then, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> It's small. Um, I feel like I've made this more than just a bedroom, though. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a very unique space. It is quite indicative of your personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've pretty much covered every base. Yeah. Brittany, how much? How much is Brittany? A lot of it. I would say it's mm, probably fifty-fifty. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, actually, it might be more mine, because that whole bookshelf is my stuff, mostly. I think pretty much all. Yeah, pretty much all. We'll say you're and a good then, seventy then and thirty her. Yeah, and a lot of it is Lego. So 
that makes most of it. Got something like but she got the decorative shit, like the paintings and the tapestries and the. I did the LED lights because I like my room to look like a um, E thought bedroom. <laughs> 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 ah, oh, you're missing one thing, and that is a, a draped rainbow tassel of some kind along a corner of the room. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's this rainbow elephants uh, chain thing. Well, it just fits the color scheme. All that's very yeah. well done. Lots of lots of like nice combina combinations of colors. Yeah. But you need just something fluffy, frilly, clothy, hanging, and colorful. Yeah. It's important. And it needs to be in the corner. Yeah. Oh my god. I um, was watching... There's a show called Slut Ever on um, ah! Showtime. <laughs> I think it's Showtime. Or it might be... Oh, that's good shit. I think it is Showtime. Uh, but this girl just goes around like investigating different like fetishes and kinks and stuff. Oh, okay, cool. And... Um, Sort of doing what I was doing earlier. Yeah, and she was talking to these cam girls, and they're actual, like, it's like a studio that they set up, and then different e-thoughts or whatever will use the same fucking bedroom that's just a set-up bedroom in a studio somewhere to take these fucking pictures and make it look like it's their room. <laughs> what? <laughs> so... If you pay close enough attention, I'm sure you'll find, too, at some point that... Yeah. <laughs> Fucking wild. That's wild, dude. People do anything to make money. Yeah. But, like, how easy is that, though? I mean, that's not bad. The person who came up with that. Yeah. It's not a bad deal. No. I mean, it's not a hard idea to come up with, either. Nope. It's <laughs> been doing it since the beginning of time. They uh, did an experiment where they taught a group of monkeys how to use currency. They um, <clears throat> Sounds right. I think I've taught the monkeys how much you know currency was worth a banana, and then gave the monkeys the currency to you know do what they want, wanted to with on their own. And the first thing that happened is one of the female monkeys took currency in exchange for sex, and then just loaded up on bananas. The first thing. <laughs> huh. It's in the DNA. I guess the second thing would have probably been a, a gangster uh, mafia type dealio where one was the chief kahuna and stole yeah, everybody Stealing else's. is the next thing. Yeah. It's thievery. Yeah. It's sex it's, and thievery. Yeah. <laughs> it's sex work and then they steal from each other. That's. <laughs> Damn. What the and then fuck? it's bodyguards. Mm, yep, yep. Paying a stronger to... monkey to keep you safe from the monkey that wants to steal your mon uh, your banana money. The neutral defensive party that later <clears> on <throat> becomes the the main antagonist of the party. Yeah. Yeah, dude, what the hell? This is how this it's is how, how societies are forms. formed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? And then there's the monkey that finds psychedelics and doesn't care about the money or the pussy anymore the hermit and now all of a sudden he's the most level-headed person in the fucking tribe so he you tries, call him a shaman tries to stop them all from fighting one another yeah but they just won't listen to me 
Wasn't this the plot to Animal, or Animal of the Apes? Planet of the Apes? Yeah, except instead of mushrooms, it was like a virus or some genetic modification they were doing in a lab. Right. One of my favorite Joe Rogan quotes ever is, We used to be monkeys, then we did mushrooms, and now we're weird. <laughs> and I believe there's something else to it. There is. There's a lot to it. A lot of stuff was happening around that period of time when the big change that they think happened as far as like being conscious or intelligent or whatever they obviously attribute to brain size and there was a certain period of time i can't remember how many years ago um but you know millions or hundreds of thousands rather sorry we haven't even been around for millions i don't think we've been around for like three million I don't think so. Might be longer than that. I I don't think they know for sure, but I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I mean, I'm talking like like ancient man. They think the really important period of time for consciousness was this period of time in which they have all this fossil evidence of human brain size getting larger and larger at a hugely exponential rate. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things that they're saying may have caused that is like... The fact that we had fire and the ability to cook our food, which made it more nutritionally beneficial for brain size. Yeah, better proteins and stuff. Um, They think the fact that we needed to team up because we're kind of weaker compared to the other stuff. So having to have a social, you know, collective to rely on. Um just a bunch of different factors but also around that same time was when we moved from being mostly forest dwelling to going out onto the plains and stuff where most of what there was to eat was mushrooms and we would try different mushrooms and there are certain at certain doses they have shown that psilocybin mushrooms can increase visual acuity at like lower doses you can actually see things better like they did a test for extended periods of time or indefinitely not indefinitely but just while it's working um while the drug is active or whatever Hmm. um i would make you a better but they did like a test where they would pop up two lines on a screen and one of them would be slightly less parallel and you would be able to tell faster which line was slightly off if you were on psilocybin, like a low dose of psilocybin. So they think that possibly you discover that makes you a little bit better at hunting. Than... <laughs> if you're not tripping fucking balls. Yeah, right, exactly. That's the people who stayed at home and decided to be shamans. Like, huh. well, um, yeah. <laughs> they needed someone to lead the way. But shit, man, mushrooms have been around longer than, like, basically everything else on the planet except for dirt. <laughs> they were pretty much the first living type of thing was fungus. Now, how long did that take to get? Because we a obviously... A long-ass fucking time. We, 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 were there mushrooms? There was... There were enormous fungi the size of trees were some of the first beings. There are fossils of them. Are there really? Um, yeah, they're I didn't know enormous, that. just dick-shaped mushrooms <laughs> just poking out the ground all over the place. Living in Sangar Marsh. Um, That's weird. But it was they're the only thing that could survive in a low atmosphere Earth because it hadn't formed entirely yet. It hadn't settled entirely yet. So the atmosphere was different. The, everything was more of different elements. 
And, um... But, okay, so, plant, like, the mushrooms rely on decay. That is what, they, they need living organisms to die so they can digest them. Essentially, isn't that right? I, I, I think. I don't think so. Not, n- not technically, I don't think. I thought mushrooms, that's why they, they show up on, like, rotten wood and stuff, because they digest the dying whatever. I mean, they, they, all of the em- elements and chemicals that are on Earth have always been on Earth, just in different quantities and well, areas and proportions. Yeah. But, like, you know, there weren't any trees yet, so all that fucking shit was probably still in the ground or in the air. Like we were talking about earlier, plants get most of their body mass, most of the molecular shit that makes up what a plant is and consists of comes from the air they capture it out of the air and then use the sunlight as energy to turn it into the body biomass that makes up their bodies so what i mean by this is that if if i'm wrong then it doesn't matter but if mushrooms are predatory in nature then it would stand to reason that like trees and plants did come first Maybe not. Maybe I'm almost positive degree. fungus came first. Let me look it up. Fungus is weird. Sentient fungus would be insane. Yeah, but also, like, they kind of are. <laughs> they kind of are. There's those funguses that can make creatures do their bidding. How? Yeah. Giant prehistoric mushrooms that covered Earth before trees appeared. Uh, here we go. Here's a fossil of one. Something else casting the thick shadows. Strange organisms with stalks up to three feet wide, which would rise over 20 feet tall. And they say it's 400 million years ago. Hmm. Which is before trees. Okay, well, that one's not super dick-shaped, but that's a depiction of one. And then this up here is, the is a fossil of one. It doesn't look like a whole lot, but... Let me see. Um, <clears throat> yep. And I'm, I assume they're... A, like, they don't exist anymore. So like they some... probably lived off of some different means than fungi that we have now. Like I said... Fungus have been here longer than the rest of us. Maybe they figured out being predatory was the way to go, so they fucking did it. So all they have there is a, a physical surface level image. They don't have any biomatter. 400 million years is too long for anything right. like that to exist. So all they have to go on is a picture. It may not have been a fungus. I don't know how they know. Yeah, but I, I feel like... They wouldn't say it was, right? It probably leaves behind different material. You can probably tell by what the chemical composition of the fossil is, depending on... I don't know. I'm not a scientist. There's just too much that you can't really know on something that will... There's no guess. It was all guess. Yeah, but I like my mythology, so... Yeah, right, yeah. Mushrooms are the oldest thing on the planet, and that's why they're the best teachers. If mushrooms are the oldest thing on the planet... Why do we have different DNA? That's another thing. Is mushrooms have different DNA from everything else on the planet, too. So, it's possible that fungus in line with each other came from, separately. like, an asteroid or aliens. Yeah. Which, technically, fungus 
if they did come off of an asteroid, would be aliens. It could be that the planet, or the uh, interstellar organization of aliens that deposited uh, the initial plant matter on yeah. the planet may have left the mushrooms by accident, just left it from another planet yeah. that they were depositing from. Like when you forget about your sea monkeys. Yeah, leaving the <laughs> butterfly effect their way into fucking horrifying masters of time and space. How many times have sea monkeys been used in a plot <laughs> for a TV show? Who has sea monkeys? Who has ever had sea monkeys? I've never had sea monkeys. Why would you want sea monkeys? Aren't they fake? They're not fake. They, they're they real, but they have, like, the lifespan of a fly. Oh, uh, okay. I thought they were just fake. Like, they're, su- they're supposed to be so small you could barely see them, which... Well, yeah. True. I guess they are, but... Little tiny pink bastards. Yeah. I never saw one in real life, even. Just on TV. And then they were, like, you know, like the animated ones off the box. (laughs) (laughs) Just look like tiny seahorses. Or actual sea monkeys. Monkeys that look like monkeys in the sea. Yeah. Scuba hats. (laughs) You remember that game Monkey in a Barrel? Yeah. What were you supposed to do? (laughs) I don't... I don't know. I just know I saw it on Toy Story. Um, Were you supposed to pull and see who got the longest string of monkeys? What was that game where the thing, the game is like ticking the entire time and you have to put all the pieces in the right slots before it pops up? It was called like pop up or kapow or some exclamation (laughs) word like... Yeah, no, you're right. I do know what you're talking about. The blue board with the yellow pins and... Like, hurry up, you fuck! <laughs> that game was stressful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you win? Just a constant ticking... T- <laughs> you get all the pieces in there before it pops, and then it just pops anyway, and you're like, okay, well, yeah. this is a mess. Yeah, again. dude, right, yeah, you get it's them a mess all in. again. Get to try over. Yeah. It's it's like a mandala, you know. You only let it last long enough to... Have said it existed. Yeah. And then you break it up. Uh, or Boggle. Boggle. I never played Boggle. Oh, what? Oh, we're fucking playing Boggle, dude. Oh, my God. How Is it on the PlayStation? Well, <laughs> it might be on PlayStation. This game doesn't... You don't need it. By the way, mad props to Monopoly on the PlayStation. <laughs> that game was fun as shit. They took all the bullshit out of Monopoly. Not all of the bullshit. Obviously, there's some bullshit. It's Monopoly. It's fun but in that way. But it's so much easier to play. All the tedium has been removed. You can actually get through it. You don't have to worry about managing your money. It's all there. You don't have to worry about somebody stealing your fucking property while you're not looking. <laughs> I tell you what, the second in like standard Monopoly, like the second somebody buys Boardwalk or Park Place, I'm like, okay, I'm out. Yeah, I didn't get it this time. <laughs> but we played through, man. Yeah, I've never played an entire game of Monopoly. You kicked ass. Bro. <laughs> kicked ass and took names, Dude, wheeling and dealing the whole fucking time. Railroads and utilities every time. <laughs> Those are the most valuable ones. But like, how? It's really the luck of the fucking dice at that point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. where you land on the first go-round and the <laughs> second go-round, you know? like Yeah. Except I'll do it every time. That's why I like Catan. Because you can pick where you want to go. And you can sort of decide mostly your own fate. 
hmm. or at least have a plan. Um, I wonder what a video game version of Catan would look like. Catan, they have it. Is it? Yeah. I feel like they might have. If they didn't jazz it up, I'm gonna be a little disappointed. There's a I whole think they made it 3D it. and stuff, so That's it's awesome. cool looking. Um, Give a little zazz. You ever play Words with Friends? I did. Occasionally. I did. Until everybody started cheating. People. Oh, I cheated from the first time. Oh my Fuck god. That. What's the point? What's the point in playing if you're going to cheat? Luck of the draw. See whose fucking dice are better. Oh my god. Or you know, bones, whatever you want to call them. That's, so you'd both be cheating. Just plugging in your board into Google. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I found that website it. eventually. I was like, oh, this is what people are fucking doing. Yeah, you do just unscramble the letters and you get a list of all the words that could yeah. work. It's like, that's yeah. the longest one. That'll look good right there. All right. <laughs> yeah. There's one website, the one that I found, it literally has a board, the Scrabble board. And you are just you put the whole board on there and it tells you what the most points you could get is at that point in time. Because, yeah. like, that's stupid. If a shit. computer can play chess, it can obviously do Scrabble. What if they're training? It literally has all of the words in a constant memory bank, yeah. always. Yeah. Words you never even thought existed or were spelled like that, like chi, q i. Well, one of the best, most cheap fucking words in Scrabble is chi. Yeah, it's a real word though. It's a real word, but it's cheap as fuck, yeah. bro. It's chi. It's a cheap, easy cue. But you can't... If you had a person with that exact potential go up against a computer that knew all the words the same way that you described... A computer would win. A computer would lose. Because they don't have strategy. They don't have the tactics that need are needed to overcome whatever the computer can What do you mean out. tactics? It's Scrabble. What do you the mean? tactics are go for the good tiles and put the most valuable one on that tile. Like, it's not... A difficult like strategy. You can basically play Go with Scrabble. Yeah. Okay. But computers are beating people at Go now too. Well, so. that's what I'm saying. They got to charge the AI. You have to train it. So people have to play each other, even if they are using a dictionary. Yeah. Well, the computers can just play against themselves that's for 100% a day right. and a half, yeah. and then be better at anybody else on the planet. Two billion four hundred thousand. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man, it's, uh... Artificial intelligence is a terrifying power. Terrifying. It is a force unto itself and has no master. Nope. Well, I mean, Infinitely at this faster. point... At this point, it does. Kind of. I don't know. There's a lot of times when, like... I listen to this guy, Lex Friedman. He's uh, AI... Like, he writes the code for AI. Mm -hmm. And, uh... That's going to be hard. He'll talk all the time about how there will be something in, like, you know, when Facebook or YouTube or something does their algorithms for what they need to block or censor or be like, mm -hmm. this is spam or whatever, their algorithms will start doing stuff and they don't know why. They don't know why or how or the mechanism that got it there. They just know that the algorithm is designed like this and now it's doing this thing. So, hmm. it's like... Now, I know about the experiment where they had the two AIs talking to each other and they developed their own language. Yes, that's creepy. And uh, they had to shut them off because that's um. Yeah. No, 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 no unplug it, unplug it! If they figure out You're getting too get smart! It, it's a problem. They're getting... If they decide to, if they 
if it ever arrives where AI decides it wants to win, we lose. Yeah, that's why Elon wants to make us one with the AI. Yeah, we need to overcome by being better. No, you need to... If you can't beat them... Yeah. Mm. Which you can't beat them. It's just not possible. In these stupid monkey bodies. Yeah, it sucks, dude. <laughs> we could be so much better. We aren't. But you know what? I bet computers can't do acid. <laughs> Maybe got viruses the way I think of doing acid sometimes is like taking a magnet and putting it up to your CPU <laughs> that like, would do it it's like gonna do some weird funky shit oh yeah that'll be all of the weapons that was weird I just met aliens so future weapons are gonna have to rely on no electricity because the EMPs would put them out so we'll have crank guns that, that generate a, a power charge around a magnet block in the front, and you have to crank it really fast to get a good charge going to really fend off the alien or the alien, the robots. You ever play No More Heroes? No, I've not. <laughs> For good things. Um, the first one came out on the Nintendo Wii. It was yeah. uh that was specific. One like they wanted to really take advantage of the Wii's motion controls. It was mm -hmm. a launch title. Right. Yeah. Um. So, the way that you charge up your lightsaber sword, basically, it's like a, essentially just a white lightsaber. Uh, and the way that you charge it is doing the jerk-off motion. And, like, they knew what they were doing. The game was rated M for Mature. There was a lot of dick jokes in it. There was oh. a lot of, yeah, it was intentional. It was like... You're an anti-hero. Almost, yeah, you're an anti-hero. Um, not quite Duke Nukem level... Well, that's good at least. Yeah. Good oh my god. god. Oh my god. That was. A I remember weird hearing age. such good things about Duke Nukem my whole life. Oh up. yeah. Everybody ranting and raving about how great Duke Nukem was, and I was like, okay, I'll play it when there's a HD remake. And then Duke Nukem Forever came out, and I was like, okay, well, this is the one that everybody's been waiting like twelve years for. Yeah. It's got to be good, right? Everybody's been no. talking this up since the beginning of time. So much so that. Uh, Zero Punctuation, one of my favorite video game reviewers, he did a fake video game review for Duke Nukem Forever before it was actually announced to come out, making fun of the fact that it had been so long. He was, like, reviewing, like, pretending like it had came out and just came up with all this random nonsense that was in the game. Mm -hmm. And the game comes out, and his ideas were all way better. <laughs> oh, no! His ridiculous over-exaggerations of what the game could have ended up being would have been way more fun than the actual Duke Nukem Forever. So which... I know that... The... Oh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. The, the main company that owned it sold their ownership, like, several times. Oh, yeah. During... Sold their ownership, changed directors, changed the console the game was being developed for because the 360 and PlayStation 3 came out in the middle of development. Oh. Which... I mean, you have a 12-year fucking development, like, yeah, it's gonna happen. Start um, from scratch. Right. Which is actually kind of the same yet opposite of what Nintendo has done with Metroid Dread. Because, like I told you, Metroid Dread was announced back in Metroid Fusion. Metroid Fusion, there's a Easter egg where you can find on a computer somewhere where it says trans receiving transmission from Planet Dread, blah, 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 next mission, something, something. Hmm. I don't know. It was very vague. 
but it definitely pointed at the fact that there would be a game called Metroid Dread at some point. And that was like 15 fucking years ago. Jesus Christ. And Nintendo said when they announced Metroid Dread at E3, they were like, we waited this long because we thought the technology wasn't to the point where we wanted it to be to make this game what we had it, had to make it. Huh. So they waited until it was on Switch and started developing it really hush-hush because they... They didn't want to fuck it up it and make it It comes out mad. in October. Oh. So, like, they definitely held tight to it because I had no idea. And I'm a huge Metroid fan. Well, if they put that much thought into it, I might want to get it. Like, I yeah. didn't like the other ones, but this might be worth it. I have um, the most recent one is a, quote, remake of Metroid 2, which was a side-scroller. Mm. And the original Metroid 2 was absolute garbage. Nobody liked it or bought it. Yeah. And now this version, they completely changed absolutely everything about the game. You might, not, might as well not even call it that anymore, yeah. other than... The main plot points, which are a very the door. have a very small effect on the rest of the game. Shakers, <laughs> because like the main plot in Metroid games is always like there are a bunch of Metroids in this planet, and you must get rid of them. Which was yeah. actually the plot to Metroid 2, now that I think about it. Because that's the remake game. It's the same way the plot is just... There are a bunch of Metroids, we need you to get rid of all of them. It's got a counter on the entire thing. What's of, the problem with just They just eat people's brains? Like They're extremely predatory, like, parasitic creatures. Oh, so you just ride around, kill them all? Yeah. your life. Yep. Damn. Bounty that's hunter. Why? Yep. Exactly. Um... <clears throat> Shit, dude, that's hardcore. It is hardcore. That's not a life. Especially once the Metroids start getting big. Yeah. When your start... level has increased and your armor is for some reason better than it was when you left the last planet. Yeah. Well, in some of the games, they have it, like, restart, where you lose all of your abilities. Yeah. Oh, no, this big thing took away all my abilities. It's like, how often does this happen? Every game. All the time. <laughs> Every fucking game. That's why I was so shocked when Breath of the Wild starts you out and you can just grab a fucking bow off of the ground and just pick it up. You don't have, there's no more, I gotta get through six dungeons before I can shoot something, before I have to do anything other than close combat. Look, man, that's a part of it. Like, it's, it's it is, learning to be tricky with is. your tools. I agree. I uh, absolutely love the original Zelda formula. But I also, it was just a huge difference and a shock to me when Breath of the Wild was like, no, nah, just do whatever you want, bro. I can't. Just do whatever you want the whole time. You can't fucking stand that weapon system. The weapon system is terrible. Like, them, they break and shit. You you hit. And you get you don't get to know how much is left on it before yeah. it breaks. You, you, you can't repair anything. You can't, no. Like, why not give me the ability to keep the one with the bonus that I like and just fuse the other weapons into that one. Just like Hyrule Warriors, or just like any other game that has a breakable weapon system. Like, you can have always... There's always a repair mechanic where you can just dump more of the same sword into it. If they have a repair mechanic, go kill that guy again. Yeah. That's a yeah. That's your mechanic. Go get him again. Wait for a couple hours. Or find one on the map somewhere and mark it. <laughs> 
<laughs> but even then, it's never guaranteed to have the same bonuses. Like, some of them are... You can throw them farther. Some of them have an attack boost. Some of them have... Um, like, increased stamina while using heavy attacks, I think. I've, I've never noticed any of the benefits of any, sub, any weapon. Sub-effects. Yeah, never seen on any weapon I've ever grabbed. So. A bunch. Yep. Yeah. And I made it all the way to Ganon. Yep. I, um... I beat that game. And... When I was beating it, I was, uh... Dating one of my exes now. And I was texting her about it. And I was like... Because at the very last cutscene, I was like... The whole time, Zelda would be tugging at your heartstrings. The whole game. Like, constantly, like, you just feel, like, at some points you're like, okay, suck it up and do what you gotta do. 100%, yeah. But, you also think about the fact that she's been spending a hundred fucking years holding back Ganon, and it's like, okay, well, at least you're doing something now. Yeah. But, (laughs) still, like, the end of the game came around, and I was like, oh my god, I love Zelda so much. And she got jealous of Zelda. And, like, I did mean, like, the character in-game. Like, I love her, and I've spent my whole life with Zelda. Uh, but I know it's she's not real, but <laughs> I'm just saying. She was like, oh, my God, I thought... I don't remember what she, what she said exactly at the time, but... Like, it was definitely uh, getting jealous of a video game character, and I'm like, okay, but... I think I know who this was. Probably. Um, Yeah, see, that's what's... Because you don't know what to do or say in a situation like that. Do you just continue playing along and just, like, bait into it? I guess that's all you can do. It's like, you know what, you're not going to one-up me on this. You're not going to hold this over my goddamn head. Right. It's not going to play this way. I'm going to put it out there, and you're going to deal with it, or we're going to yeah. move forward. I love Zelda. Yeah, right, dude. Zelda's great. <laughs> you don't even worried. Nothing's ever going to happen. I'm yeah. not going to fuck a video game. It's not gonna, well, at least on. Not, we, we've seen Black Mirror. <laughs> right. Until VR gets that good, and then, yeah. then yes, like it maybe worry. But Dude, honestly, if, if there's anything I can guarantee... Is that at some point in our civilization, we will be perfectly capable of fucking each other through virtual reality. Probably, what were the three things that we we needed and did as a society? (laughs) Fuck, steal, and... Yeah. uh, Protect. I don't want to use protect. I don't think it's the right Uh, word. What would that third word be? Counter? (laughs) Control? Okay, fight, fuck, and flee. I don't know, man. Still, flee doesn't fit. Like Mr. Nimbus. <laughs> Fucking Mr. Nimbus. He controls the cops. Controls um, the cops. <clears throat> what are we talking about? I don't know if I remember. We were talking about the three essential jobs. Yeah, well. But before that. <laughs> talking about... Uh, Let's see. Three essential jobs we're talking about. Right. Um, I don't know. 
I lost it. Gone Rick now. And, Rick and Morty got in my head. In the wind. Yeah, in the wind. Oh, man. Well, we do have an hour, over an hour now, and I gotta take piss, so. Wrap it up. Yeah. I feel like this is another fantastic one. Hey, skip dialogue. Yeah. Oh, shit. I hope everybody's brains have expanded a little bit and you started thinking about things. I hope you learned something today. I hope you take You probably from learned this. a couple of things. <laughs> and if you're listening to these back to back, you've probably learned way more than you should and should switch over to a different podcast. Briefly. Yeah, briefly, just you briefly. Know, you'll want to come back, I understand. And then come back to it. And with that in mind. Deep. Kill your own. Yeah, but Got it. if it was really that secret, you wouldn't have heard about it. Yeah. Like- Sa 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 s